don't tell me, son. I like to be surprised. <laughs> You've got them printed out here anyway. And that's what Frank always says when we're on the phone to my cousin in Australia. Don't tell me what happens tomorrow. I like to be surprised. <laughs> Same jokes for 30, 30 years. Ah, that's marriage for you. <laughs> I am ready, son. Are you alright? What is this, the ninth man? Right, okay. Ugh, we're doing well. Right, off we go, whenever you're ready. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hear the like I yawn? I know, well, this is it. Hell of a carry on. Uh-huh, right enough, Magda. But what can you do? Tell you what, missus, there's only one thing to say. Whether it's problems in love or a heavy workload. If you're feuding with your sister or her across the road, just give me a shout and we'll work it out. Ask Janice. Hello, my darlings. Welcome aboard to the ship, the good ship, Janice. <laughs> Welcome to the show. You've come back again. Good on you. Thanks for coming back. And thanks to Clydebank Community Radio for hosting me. And Matthew, thank you, Matthew. Matthew Reed is my producer. I'm told that's what the that's what the word is. Matthew is um, Margaret Bryceland's son-in-law. That's right, isn't it? And he uh, produces the show, which means he looks after all the... All the buttons and all that. Um, and he's printed out some of your calls here, but I'm no looking at them. I've got them turned upside down because I like to be surprised. I was just saying to him before the show, I don't know what's coming. You know, he's vetted it, so it's no kind of in, any filth or that. Um, because obviously there's a code of conduct here at Clydebank Community Radio. Um, now, you might not be listening to this live on the radio because it's only in the Clydebank area that this goes out. Um, but as I've been, it's been explained to me a number of times, and I'm still trying to get it right in, in my head, um, that you can get this on your, um, it's called podcast on your phone. So you might be listening to this on your phone. And as I say, some people have said it's good for in the middle of the night, you know, nay sudden noises like I go, oh, like that, uh, that's woke you up. Um, so aye, it's an advice show. Welcome along. Thanks for uh, tuning in. If you've no um, listened before, it's a, it's an advice show where I give you uh, advice as much as I can uh, for any problem that you might be having in your life. And some people phone up and they're looking to find out just my opinion on things as well. Um, some of it's daft, you know what I mean? But I just say that's fine. Uh, come come ahead. <laughs> Come ahead and tell me what you're what you're wanting, and I'll tell you what I think. We can't fit everybody in, but we'll try as best as we can um, to get you all in. And um, you can phone us to get your advice, or you can get us on social media. But if you want to phone us, this is how you do it. Give me a ring any time you like. O one four one two eight o five one four one. O one four one two eight o five one four one. 01412805141 and if you're outside of the United Kingdom you go plus four four and you drop that zero off the front of it and listen, listen out later in the show because I've been in the studio as they say in the biz um, recording another one of them, a different wee tune to remind you of the phone number so that's an exciting new addition to the show, right Matthew let's get straight to it, who have we got in the line? Hi Janice, it's Roslyn. I was just wondering if you've had your COVID injection and how you're getting on and what you think of it. Thanks very much Janice. Speak to you later. Roslyn? I should call you name messing Roslyn. Straight, do you hear that there? Hi Janice, it's true. Straight in. Name messing about. I like that in a person. Um, I actually had to go to, um, to get bloods taken the other day for a different thing. Nothing to worry about folks. Um, but the woman, see I'm a bit funny with the old bloods and all that. I won't talk about it too much because it does pit people 
on edge sometimes. But I'm a wee bit, I can get a wee bit faint in that, you know. I once went and I made the mistake of no eating. I never had time, I was rushing out the door and I never ate any breakfast. And I went up to that clinic and I was nearly fainted, you know, when they took the blood. Because it's mere thinking about it. Um, anyway, the other day I went up and this woman was nay messing. She was a nurse and um, she was going to take the blood. And she obviously takes blood all the time. Um, and obviously I know all about it with working in the surgery but she never I never even got a chance to say listen hen I'm a bit funny with this she just sat me down stuck the old pillow under my arm and before you knew it was done and I thought to myself in a way that's probably better because if we go to a whole carry on it turns it into a big thing and we're as well just getting on with it which is often the way with life so anyway Rosalind you are Mrs Straight to the Point Rosalind and you've asked me have I had my Covid vaccine now listen I had the first one um, a few weeks ago and I, I did I speak about it, not on this programme, but on my thing with, you would have heard, you might have heard about it. Um, because I was saying, I was absolutely bowled over by the efficiency of that place, Louisa Jordan. Um, I was, it was marvellous. A well-oiled machine, do you know what I mean? And they really got it down to a fine art. I felt bad because the other people that were there, I mean, they looked, some of them looked as if they were at death's door. And I don't mean that bad. What I mean is, some people were very ill and very frail and things and I felt kind of a fraud because I'm quite fit and healthy for my age, do you know what I mean? Um, but the thing is, it's today we age and there's brackets and whatnot. So, what am I going to do? I can't say no, so I went there and I just, what I mean is I felt kind of out of place um, because there was people there that really, you know, needed a lot of help or, you know, were under uh, care and things like that. Anyway, what I'm saying to you, Rosalind, is very impressed. I was very impressed with the service. I'm a great advocate for the NHS. I really am um, because I think it's marvellous and I think we watch a lot of Americans on the telly and if they're in hospitals, the hospitals are all um, pristine and brand new and everything's fancy and state of the art and all that. But the thing is, they're paying through the nose for that. So we complain sometimes that think maybe, you know, you go up to A&E, I don't know if you mind the old Western, it's not there anymore, if you ever went up to A&E on a Saturday night, well, whenever you went, um, oh my God, that waiting room, you know, the old faded wallpaper and it was, it was grim, it was a bit grim, but listen, you still get the service and they're under pressure in these accident emergency departments, so, you know, we all complained about it, but the thing is, if you want off fancy new and all the rest of it, you can go away and pay for it. And it's a fortune. It's a fortune. So I'm very impressed with the NHS in general, and particularly with that uh, vaccine business. Fair play to them. Doing a very good job rolling it out. So in answer to your question, Rosalind, yes, I have had the first vaccine, and I'm also happy to report that I never really had any side effects. I will say I felt a bit sluggish the day after, but that's to be expected. Um, and listen, I can feel sluggish anyway. Do you know what I mean? Um, I had a wee lie down and that was a good excuse to take a wee day off. Not that I'm doing much, um, but I was fine, you know, and I'm waiting. The second man should be in the next few weeks, I'm hoping. But um, aye, all fine and I wish you well and I would advise you to get it. Please do, please do get it because we're we're all pulling in the same direction that way. So Rosalind, if it's coming to you, you you get stuck in, hen. And listen, I don't think you'll be, you'll be short of uh, motivation because you don't mess about, do you? Great to hear from you. Thanks for calling the programme. Right, Matthew, let's get straight on to it. We've got a big packed show today, name messing about. Just like Ros imagine Rosalind was taking the taking the reins. That's it. Next. Alright, Janice, how's it going? Sorry, I'm I'm having to uh, whisper because I'm on a train. We bit we bit embarrassed about this one. Um I so I've I've got a bit of a, a, a relationship issue. 
at the moment. See, I'm having to do long distance. I go out with this lassie for, for London, and um, yeah, I work down there sometimes. That's how we met, and that. But I come back up the road and stay with my parents. But she's getting fed up that I'm I'm away too often. So. And there's not really much chance of her moving up to, to Paisley with me. So, yeah, I don't know if I can afford to, to live down there. I mean, it's ridiculous. The rain, there's no chance of a mortgage. All my savings would be gone. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what your, what your advice would be. I'm kind of just letting off steam, if I'm honest, because it's, it's a tense situation. And it can't go on forever, do you know what I mean? Um, anyway, let me know what you think. Well, hello, my darling. All the way for the train. Was that you? You were coming back for, for that London there? Well, that is a dilemma. Um, you hear a lot of different stories about these long-distance relationships. Some people can make them work, and some people can't. But I think, I think what happens is, eventually, something has to give. Do you know what I mean, son? So it, it might work for a while, but in the long run, eventually... Somebody's going to need to bend. Somebody's going to need to move or whatever. Now, if if the job situation or whatever means that she can't move up, um, then maybe you do need to think about moving down. But um, if she wants you to move down, then surely she will do everything in her power to help you. You know what I mean? But I don't know what to say to you about, about the rent and everything. London is very expensive. Um we were in, um, I was in London that time for them um, thing was wedding and we went in, well it was Essex, um, which is just a wee bit, uh, a part of London that's about out for the centre. But we went into the centre and one day and we were we were starving and we went into Bootsies and got a, a sandwich and a meal deal and that. And the meal deal was, I think it was 3.79 and, you know, it's no been above 3.50 in Glasgow. And, um, and it was £3 for long enough uh, and then it was 3.50. And I thought to myself, that is ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? But that's London. You know, so think of that in a house or a flat rental situation, putting that extra thing on the top of it. So I, I sympathise with their son. It's a very expensive business. I suppose it depends on priorities, does it? No. If you want to be with this lassie, then you will make it work. Um, people, people do amazing things when they're under pressure or... I don't mean you're under pressure, but... Um, Needs must, I should say. You know what I mean? So y y you have life thrown you, whatever it's thrown you. Um, but if you need uh, or want to do something bad enough, you find the ways and means of doing it. Do you know what I mean? Now, equally, you could turn that round, couldn't you? And you could say, if she wants to be with you, she'll find a way. Um, doesn't it sound as if she's wanting to move up? But maybe her finding a way is about her finding a way to help you, to support you and get down there, you know? The other thing, as you know, I always say, open and honest communication, son. So, I would ask, how much have you talked? Are you talking to the lassie about how often you're having visits and how long the visits are and if that's working and whether, you know, there can be a bit of come and go with that, whether maybe she comes up the road one time and you go down the road the next time or something. Maybe some of the confusion is not having a full, frank discussion about it. See what I mean? So sometimes, yes, as I say, eventually something needs to give. It probably will. And and it remains to be seen what it is. I can't tell you what it's going to be. But in the meantime, is the situation 
uh, is the compromise working as best it can for both of you or is it just kind of uh, trudging along because you haven't really talked about it? If you sat down and you said, right, how are we going to work this? Let's do our best and then put a time frame on it. Right, see for the next six months we're going to do this, you know, and get a proper go. Because if you just barrel on through without a plan, then in a way, nobody gets what they want. Whereas if you sit down, you can actually hash out and say, look, this is what I, these are my needs. We need to state our needs, son. That's the thing that people forget. Um, what happens is we don't state our needs, then we don't get what we need, and then we're upset we didn't get it. And how can we be upset we didn't get what we needed if we never tell him what we needed? Do you see what I mean? So you need to sit down with the last and say, these are my needs, what are your needs? And you have a conversation about it. And then maybe your needs can be met. You know what I mean? Listen, I wish you all the best with it, sir. It's a tricky situation. And as ever, there's no magic bullet, but that's just my wee opinions. I hope that that's of some use to you. So, time now to hear our new wee tune. So, if you want to phone up, this is how you do it. 0141-280-5141 I don't know what to make of that. Is it disco? Is it 90s? Is it musical theatre or something? I don't know, but Matthew assures me that that'll be a big hit. So, as long as you remember the number, 0141-280. Near forgot it myself. <laughs> I've played it that many times, so I still forgot. 0141-280-5141. I should have it right up, right up here. Put it, Matthew, see, do me a favour. Put it on that. See when you print that out every week, put it right at the top, big, because I forget. Um... 0141 you can phone any time, middle of the night, whatever you want, you don't need to give your name, you just leave a message, it's dead simple. So, let's see who we've got on the line next. Hi Janice, this is Joanne calling from Stranraer. Um I'm wondering if you can help me, um, I've got a wee delay, well not really a problem, but um, I'm a busy mum and I work too as a GP receptionist and I... Well, I'm kind of sick fed up deciding what to have for tea every night and I wondered as a woman of the world if you had some recipes up your sleeve you could share with me something quick and easy to make and not too expensive um, and uh, if, you, if you'd if you be happy to share them I'd be really happy I'm loving your podcast and listen every week keep up the good work Janice bye well, they wouldn't they wouldn't um... Well, exactly. Oh, sorry. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Joanne. That, I'll tell you what, that accent, by the way, Strenraer. I just love it. Strenraer. I can't do it, but that's marvellous. Um, I was just talking to Matthew about this. I don't know if I'm allowed to, well, I'm allowed to say it, but I'm hoping that maybe they'll hear it and they'll want to give us a sponsorship because that would pay my uh, travel to and from, you know, or something. Because I do this for nothing. Um... I'm going to tell you what I do. I get the thing we delivered. It's called Gusto Hen. And it's got things in it. It's got all the bits and bobs. And it's got recipes in it. So it might be something to think about. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a wee trick. Get it once or twice. And you can keep the curds, the recipe curds. And actually you get a few wee tips. For example now, I've got a good um, sauce for a kind of a an Asian stir fry kind of a thing. Uh, that I got for the Gusto. Which is... I couldn't tell you exactly, but peanut butter and soy sauce is the base of it. And they make a great mix. And, you know, wee bits and bobs of spices and that like that. Um, so what you do with that is you learn wee bits and bobs 
but you didn't know before. And then you can apply that elsewhere. You don't need to always do the gusto. There's different brands, and I should say that, there's different brands available. I've heard of different ones, but I've never heard them they have a bad thing to say about the gusto one. It's very good. Um, and we just got ours the day for the week, so the night I'm away up the road to make my tea, and I'll have the, the pick of whatever I want out of it all. Other than that, Joanne, listen, I'm no great gourmet, I'll tell you what. Um, I hope you know how to make a good mince and potatoes. I'll tell you one thing, what I did have as a Christmas gift once was Mrs. Um, Ma Bruins cookbook, which was, you know, a spin-off for the Bruins that used to get the Sunday Post, or you still get the Sunday Post. And it was all these basic Scottish recipes. How do you do, like, a good Scotch broth and mince and potatoes and all the rest of it? Oh, it was marvellous. And it was all the old-fashioned way of doing it. Um, and they fed families on tuppence back in the days. So I would thoroughly recommend you looking up some good old Scottish recipes. You know, basic stuff, meat and potatoes kind of stuff. Um that we don't get so much new. So I look up some of that in Maubrun and um, other than that, I wish I could I wish I could do a cooking segment in this show, but it would be no use. It would be stick it in the, in the microwave and press go. That would be the end of the segment. Oh, thanks for listening. You know, see you next week. Um but Joanne, listen, I'd love love to hear from you again because I love that accent. It's singy songy lulty, so it is marvellous, really enjoy it and uh, thanks very much for calling me up and I hope you have some success and listen, if you come up against any good uh, recipes why don't you call me back and let me know about them I'd love to hear from you Right Matthew, another call who have we got in the line? Hi, Janice, um, I've got a wee bit of an issue um, I quite like this girl that works in a shop in the city centre and I'm really nervous about going in to ask her for an Instagram I kind of blew the opportunity when I was in yesterday with my mom. I went in today and she wasn't working and I'm thinking about going in today after work. Uh, again, going in tomorrow after work and I'm, um, I'm quite nervous about it. Um, hopefully, I'll give you a wee update if all goes well. I appreciate any advice. Cheers. Oh, hello, son. You've, you've warmed my heart there. That's very sweet. Lovely to hear from you. And I had to laugh. You said you were going to ask her for her Instagram. That's so new to me. <laughs> <laughs> we used to ask each other for our phone number, do you know what I mean? Um, or you would just say, do you want to go out? Uh, simple as that, and then you would meet at Boots Corner and that was the end of it. Um, but if they stood you up, that was a dizzy. You got a dizzy at Boots Corner. Um, it's a different world now, son. Instagram and all the rest of it. That's great. Now, there's a few things I want to pick up on here. The first is, it's probably good that you never asked her anything uh, the day or whenever it was yesterday because you were with your mammy. And it's no, I don't think that's a great look. Uh, asking people for dates and things like that uh, if you're with your mammy. Now you're going back in and you're thinking of asking her a few questions I've got for you. And of course you're not here talking to me, you'll need to answer these and have a, th- have a think about these questions, right? The first thing is, is there is there a rapport between you and this lassie? That's very important because it's all very well fancying somebody. But I'll be honest with you, son, for the most part, and I would say, well, let's just assume 100%, People working in retail and restaurants and things like that, they're really no wanting bothered or, as they say now, hit on. And we have to be very careful, son. I'm not accusing you of anything. You sound like a very sweet boy. But we must be very careful that we don't put people under any pressure and make them feel that they're being kind of ogled or, um, you know, as I say, hit on at their work. Because they are at their work. Now, of course, there's exceptions to that. And it's a different story if 
you've been chatting to her a few times and you, you know there's a wee spark. That's a beautiful thing, son. A beautiful thing. And it's um, you can't even make that up. It's magic, isn't it? That wee spark. So, the first thing I would say to you is, make sure that there is a wee spark there. And obviously there's a bit of risk involved because you can't guarantee, you can't know for sure, for sure. But um, if it's just a case of you've seen her and you fancy her and she's no idea that you exist, then it's different. You might want to think about trying to build a wee rapport, but be very, very careful. You're no bothering somebody when they're at their work. And you never know what people's been through. So, you know, people have been through, a lot of people have been through bad experiences with that kind of thing. Men sleezing their women and all the rest of it. We've all heard about it, particularly recently. So we must be very, very careful and f- and very respectful at all times. And of course, that was always a case. That's always how we should have been um, and should have been conducting ourselves as human beings. But some people aren't they? And again, I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying we need to take care, don't we, son? What I hope is that there is a wee spark there between you. That would be lovely. And if there is, then it's dead simple, isn't it? You just say, I've loved talking to you. Or if it's been nice seeing you a couple of times. Would you like to go with me? Simple. Would you like to meet up sometime? We'll go for a wee walk or a wee coffee or something. Whatever. Whatever. I think a, a young lady will appreciate that directness as long as it's very respectful and it doesn't feel in any way pushy. And they've got the option to say whatever they want. The best thing you can do, I think, and I'm just guessing here, but if it was me, what I'd want is you to say that and then leave me with that. Don't put me on the spot and have to say, oh, uh, yes, no, whatever, I might be busy and I'm at my work again. So maybe it's a bit writing down your wee, whatever it is, your wee Instagram number, your email, Instagram email number on a, a bit of paper and saying, there's my email number. And just if you want to go, then let me know. Maybe that's it. Um, but I'd be very wary of giving you any advice about steaming in and just getting stuck in and all that, um, you know, asking folk. Because as I say, when people sit their work and they're in mind their own business, maybe that's not what they're after. But the thing is, you're an intelligent boy and you phone me up and you, that's a good sign because you've asked for advice and you're thinking about it. You're not just barreling in there and annoying her. So um, it's good that you've asked me and that means you've given it some thought and I would say to you, consider very carefully. Is there, lassie, is, is there a wee spark there? And if there is, great, you go ahead. And wouldn't that be wonderful? What a lovely story to tell the grandkids. Your, your granny, she worked in this shop and I used to go in. I didn't even need anything. <laughs> I was getting three times a day to buy my bloody shoes or whatever it was. <laughs> and, uh, and then asking her out on a date and off we went. That would be lovely, wouldn't it? So I wish you all the best, son. And uh, let me know. Phone me up and let me know how it goes. Because I'd love to hear from you. And that goes the same for everybody. If you phoned another week and you were looking for advice and you've gone away and you've took the advice or you've done the opposite, Give me a ring and tell me what happened. I'd love to hear from you. Remember, 0141-280-5141. Oh, stuff it. Come on, we'll hear our new tune one more time. 0141-280-5141. As if you've not heard that enough. Now, listen. Here's an exciting thing I've just done. We're live on... Uh, what are we live on? Twitter, is it, Matthew? Twitter. We're live on Twitter now, uh, so maybe you've seen this happening. Hello, Ethan, you've uh, said, hey, hey. Uh, so people are sending wee messages. Uh, we're live on Clydebank Community Radio, of course, but Twitter, you see, is all over the world. So MD can see that. Um, now, this will be going up uh, as a recording for you Twitter people very soon, uh, and you can listen to that back on, I'm told, on a podcast thing. But, um, 
Now, has anybody on the Twitter got any wee questions they want to ask? Because we've got about five minutes left of the show here, and uh, I've got one question that somebody wrote in, uh, which was, Janice... <laughs> These are, this is the time at the end of the show we get the daft questions. So I'll put them on the end because we don't have any more phone calls and we've got a few minutes left. Here's one of them. Janice. I've got it here. <laughs> Why is it called a building? Why is a building called a building when it's already built? <laughs> this is a kind of rubbish. No offence, but this is a kind of rubbish I get sent. So if you've got any questions on the Twitter, give your questions, type them in the new um, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, why is a building called a building when it's already built? I, listen, I don't know. Why do you think I would know that for? What on earth? Honestly. The thing about the English language is it's very complicated. It's one of the most complicated languages in the world. It's confusing. I can't imagine trying to learn English, uh, you know, for another language. Uh, we're lucky in a sense that we get, we get brought up with English. Those of us who did um, get brought up with as a first language because it's very, it must be very difficult to learn. Um, so... My answer is, why is a build called a building when it's already built? I don't know, because English is a complex and beautiful language. Now, questions coming in on the Twitter here. Hi, Janice. Do you think counselling is a good idea? What a great question. Well, listen, in a way, what you're doing if you're phoning up or you're listening to this programme is you're starting a form of self-help. Do you know what I mean? Um... You're starting to get involved in, you're listening, you're maybe phoning in, you're asking for a bit of advice, and then you're taking the advice and maybe taking it on board. That's the very beginnings of what counselling, many forms of counselling would be. As I've always said, I'm not a therapist, I'm not an expert on anything like that, but um, I know what I know, and I've had a life, and I'm no spring chicken anymore. <laughs> so, um, aye. I think any help that you can get, if it's available to you, then consider yourself very lucky. There's people all over this world who could use that kind of help, who might have been through terrible things and they might not have it available to them. We're very fortunate, particularly if you're if you're asking for the UK, we're very fortunate because we have a National Health Service, which I've mentioned earlier in the show there. So aye, if you've got counselling available to you and you think it would benefit you, then absolutely, go for it. You know, um, and if, if you've got something bugging you, then it's, it's a great idea to talk to someone who isn't involved, who's impartial, who can just talk to you about it. Um, and it can be a sounding board. Now, there's many different types of counselling. There's counselling, I'm, I'm looking over at the at the screen here at the Twitter because it's a person on there that's asked me that. Um, but I'm talking to you on the radio and all. This is the thing. It's interactive. Isn't it marvellous? Um, there's many different types of counselling. There's there's counselling that's, as they say now, person-centred, which is, you know, based on your needs. But there's more uh, uh, counselling that's been around for a long number of years, uh, psychotherapy and that, which is about the past, looking into your past and things like that. And you can make connections. You can make marvellous connections about, that's what that happened when I was wee, and now I feel like this, and maybe there's a connection there. Do you know what I mean? So it can be marvellous. And my advice to you is, of course... If you think you need to talk to someone, absolutely talk to someone. In fact, most of the mental health problems um, in these, uh, when the youngsters and all that, is because we feel they feel they can't talk, especially young boys. Very concerning. So for for young men in particular, if you can talk to somebody, talk to somebody, and you can always talk to somebody, even if it's not a professional. You can talk to a pal or something like that. So aye, good on you. Do you want to do counselling? Good for you, and I'd, I'd recommend it highly. As I say, I'm no counsellor. I'm just an agony aunt. But you can call up this show anytime you like. 0141 280 And let's take another question if we've got time from uh, Twitter. Is there anybody else on the, on the Twitter stream that's watching us right now um, that wants to get a question in? 
There's lots of wee love hearts. Isn't that nice? That's people watching live and saying, we love this. <laughs> I don't know if you've got many options for what you can say, so I think it's I think it's love or nothing. So it doesn't give you much of a chance. Um, go on then. Any more questions? These have all gone quiet. Listen, we're nearly out of time anyway. So, unless we get more questions, we'll just say cheerio. So thanks very much for listening to my wee programme. And uh, I'm very much appreciative of all your calls. Remember, if you want to call, you can do it any time of the day or night. You don't need to give your name. You just call up that number and leave your, your message. Um, and you can remain anonymous and I'd love to help you. But uh, until next week, when we bring you another episode, which is episode 10, we might have to take a wee break after that. And I'm going to say what I always say to you at the end of the programme. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.